it, it was just one of those things that always resonated with me just because I, I, I do like the idea of the serial project where you do one thing over and over and over again and the passage of time and how, you know, some things change and other things stay exactly the same. This is the LPV Show, a weekly discussion from the world of photography and photo books. Here is your host, Brian Formals. Is Snapchat still cool? I don't know. Yeah, I think so. I think it's cool because nobody knows how, you know, what, what, mm-hmm. like, literally like one person could be looking at your thing, but no, you know, nobody would ever know. Yeah. There's no like obvious metrics. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And it's hard, so. really hard to find people unless you specifically know their handle. Like you can even search for them. It's like. I was trying to search yeah, for totally. na- like National Geographic, and it's like National Ge- no Nat Geo. It's like right. Come on. Yeah, yeah. Did you finally so, see John Stanmire? I did, and yeah, um, I'll pass. I think. <laughs> but you know, yeah. So we ready? You ready to rock and roll? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Isn't it this? I feel like this banter is oh, it should is part of it. It is. It, it is. is. It's how you yeah. sort of yeah. fade in. We definitely, we definitely fade in, and we definitely had just had a great, uh, great meal. Doing some uh, grilling. Yeah, brats, burgers, mushrooms, corn. What else do we have? Tom had the salmon. Oh yeah, we got some burgers. It's burgers. Those yeah, those uh, sausages. You call them bratwurst. Yeah, <laughs> don't we call them in Minnesota the bratwurst? Yeah. yeah, I just like to call them sausages, but. You're, it might have actually said bratwurst on the package. I think it did. I think it I did. I just don't like saying that word. <laughs> <laughs> um, it is kind of a weird word. Yeah, it's not. It's not. But those were good, and they're yeah. local. Yeah. From Pennsylvania. Yeah. Well, so we're we're actually, we're not at Stockholm Studios. We're upstate. We're yeah. at uh, Noah Kalina's. Would you call this upstate? What would you call this? Definitely. It's yeah. up. Yeah. So, um... It's funny because I think people who don't know New York state or no, well, just in, or are from New York mm-hmm. upstate means something different to, depending on who you ask. If you're from the city upstate and someone's saying like I'm going upstate and you're in, let's say you're in the city, you're in the five boroughs mm-hmm. or, or even Long Island and you're like, I'm going upstate. That means a hundred mi- within a hundred miles north of the city. Okay. Basically, you know, Give or take, mm-hmm. but like that's pretty much the radius, and we're about a hundred miles from the mm-hmm. city oh, okay. um, right now. So we're at we're at like we're close to that cut. But it, you know, it's like I say where we are, which is sort of along the Delaware River. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a little west of the city. I think a lot of people mm-hmm. who think upstate these days think up north along the Hudson River, and there's mm-hmm. all those towns, including Woodstock and Kingston, and yeah, like mm-hmm. that's just like more straight north. But that's like the Williamsburg of upstate. And this is like the Bushwick. (laughs) Um, It's it's up and coming. You know, it's like Uh people are coming here. It's still cheap. You can get like Mm -hmm. good land. You know, the the towns aren't really developed yet. Like there are towns, but there's nothing like popping off Mm -hmm. really. And how how long have you been up here? uh, So now just like three in the third year, I guess. Mm -hmm. I got here in May, uh, you know, May of 2013, so it's May of 2016. Mm-hmm. So you got and you got the house and you got the garage and we're in your studio that you 
remodeled. It was that's what right. was it? It was a shed. It was a barn. What yeah, was it was a what they would call a pole barn, uh-huh. which means like I don't know why it's called. I mean, because <laughs> it's just like poles, basically. That mm-hmm. like the walls would like if you were just in here before I did what I did in here. Um, excuse me. Um, you could like sort of see through the wall. You know, there was no insulations. It was just like a found a frame and like the wood put next to each other. So like, um, you know, it was just a barn. Yeah. When I came in here initially, it was gravel floor and um, like a track. You know, uh-huh. guy kept his tractor in here or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but I knew when I was looking for a place upstate, I knew I needed a something that had outbuildings, like a place that could become a studio, you know, mm-hmm. something, a place I could work in, um, and then the house would be a house. Mm-hmm. And sort of, you know, we looked at a bunch of places, mm-hmm. but, like, this was actually the first place we looked at. Mm-hmm. And I sort of found it online initially, so mm-hmm. I, like... Hmm. Um, and you live here with your partner. Your yeah, right. yeah. So, um, you know, we, we don't have, like, the normal nine to five kind of jobs. Yeah. So there's no need for us to really always be in the city. Um, so it, we're able to make it work, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. otherwise there's plenty of people around here though, who are definitely weekenders, you know, they come up like Thursday night, mm-hmm. you know, or mm-hmm. uh, Friday after work and just do the weekend mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I, I travel a lot these yeah. days and it's just like one of those things where, it's, uh, but you're up here, but you're up, like we we're saying before, you're up here most of the time. And then when you need to go down in the city, you guys you maintain a place in Williamsburg. Yeah, still keep the place in Williamsburg, although, you know, which at this point, because Christina had it for years before we even found this place, but just renting. But, you know, when you're in a rental lease, you know, after a while it becomes a deal. Mm-hmm. If we were to leave that place, like, there's no way we could, mm-hmm. like, it would just yeah. be too expensive. Yeah. And we don't even like this place, <laughs> uh, but it's worth keeping for now, you know, for mm-hmm. now it's sort of, you know, it, it's good to have mm-hmm. sort of the time we spend down there is becoming less and less and it's becoming like, well, you could do the hotel thing. You know, if we're only in the city five days mm-hmm. a week out of the month. What about Airbnb? You know, yeah, or that, I guess. I don't, I mean, if that's still a thing, if that's still legal. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Yeah, so um, I actually tend to be a hotel kind of oh, guy. Oh, nice, nice. I nice. like hotel. You know, I've done a bunch of Airbnbs, uh-huh. but, you know, I just like my bed getting made. I'm going to pay for it. My yeah. bed needs to be made. Yeah. Well, I think it's great. I mean, I think it's amazing. I mean, the studio, it's very peaceful up here. Like I said, it's, it's the American dream. Have you noticed, though, has it changed, I don't know, like your, the way you work? Have you noticed a difference in... I don't know, just like your overall kind of like vibe, I guess, the way you work. Is it more peaceful? Do you feel like you're more productive or? Yeah, well, certainly it's affected the types of pictures I make. I mean, I'm making a lot more landscape and, mm-hmm. um, you know, there. this happens to be, and it's just sort of coincidental, but like one of like the foggiest places I've ever <laughs> been. <laughs> like, yeah. so you know, I sort of found that and started working with that, you know, with Mm -hmm. that sort of weather condition as something. And, uh, you know, just so in terms of what the types of photos I make, certainly it's affected that. I mean, before I would do as many weekends as I could 
out of mm-hmm. the city. But now that I'm here, like you can really like get comfortable with the area and like learn, you know, explore more. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I definitely think I'm help, help, like feel better just overall, uh-huh. you know, just it's clean air, you know, it's water from the earth, you know, it, there, we have a garden. Uh-huh. Um, so there's that now, now that I have a standing desk too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, really, I highly yeah. recommend standing yeah. desks. Um, anyone who's on the fence um email me i'll send you a link nice. <laughs> maybe will it be to an amazon an amazon link <laughs> yeah it'll <laughs> be an affiliate link <laughs> um so i can make yeah. 35 cents um yeah i mean it's great it's great and because not you know i do still get photo shoots mm-hmm. that are in the city and i'll go down there it, it takes about two and a half hours to drive down with no traffic, mm-hmm. you know, potentially three to the whole day if there is some traffic. Mm-hmm. The traffic can really destroy your spirit. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. And it's there's no traffic until that, like, you're about 10 miles away mm-hmm. from where you need to go. Yeah. And then... It's you, just misery. It's, you're fall, in, you're, it's yeah. falling down territory. Yeah, you just want to yeah. get out <laughs> yeah. and just go on a rampage. Yeah. It, will ru- it ruins... Every everything. I can know. yeah, I can already kind of feel it. I'm like, oh, this is so peaceful. I don't want to leave, and I can the, always feel like the sense of like the city just coming back well, and like overwhelming me. You know, that's why it gets harder and harder. You know, for especially for us to want to maintain that place down there because it's like, oh, we got well, there's that thing tonight. And this, nah, yeah, no, I don't want, <laughs> I don't want to do it anymore. Just yeah. don't want to drive down there. It's gonna suck. Yeah. Hopefully tonight when we drive back, we will we'll be okay. Won't. The yeah, I mean, you might. It might be because of the weekend, the holiday. Maybe it'll be. Yeah, it's tough to say. I mean, it's Saturday night. You know, yeah. we could be okay. You never know. That's yeah. the thing. Is like you literally never know. Um, there are some when you know if you go really late, mm-hmm. you'll be fine. Usually, mm-hmm. you know. Um, coming back, you know, if I'm doing something in the city, I will avoid leaving until like nine o'clock. You mm-hmm. know, just wait till rush hour out of the city ends mm-hmm. to come out, mm-hmm. up because like that time you wait mm-hmm. is like a time you'd be sitting in the yeah. car anyway so what about what about the opposite way do you have people coming up here friends or models do you do shoots up here yeah more more and more i've been like getting you know getting people to allow me to do shoots up here and i more people are moving up here and like a friend of mine who runs the website mm-hmm. who we do a lot of projects together he just got a house like 20 minutes from, from here. So like, um, we work on stuff Mm -hmm. like, um, yeah, I mean, so I, I don't know how it works. It just Mm -hmm. has been Mm -hmm. and it feels good. Nice. Thanks. So you, this kind of being out in nature, out in the woods here, I guess kind of ties into the book project that you were a part of that came out and it's how long, how long ago did this come out now? Uh, I think it was September, like late September of last year. Oh, so 2015. Yeah. Yeah. So we're right. And the book is Cabin Porn. Cabin Porn. And Cabin Porn, it started as a Tumblr, right? Yeah, it was a Tumblr. My friend Zach Mm -hmm. started it. um, And a few of his mutual friends uh, just collaboratively made this website and it became pretty popular. People love cabins, you know, it's like yeah. this thing, thing. And what that is actually 
part of the reason I ended up up here in this particular area, Zach has property with cabins on it just 10 minutes from where we are right now. So I was going up to visit there pretty frequently. And um, I had even debated, you know, I sort of wanted to build like a geodesic dome on his property. He was sort of, he's sort of open to that. It was like, build whatever you want, you know, it's like, you know, love to have you. But the more I thought about it, it was like, well, I'm going to try to spend, uh, might as well just try to see what it, like a real house yeah. would cost. Cost and certainly at the time, in the city, I had a big studio. It was like just so expensive. It was like basically getting pushed out of it. Um, so the timing sort of lined up, and you know when just back to the book. So mm-hmm. he he had book offers for a long time, and he finally put together a proposal, which um, Zach found this writer, this guy named Stephen Leckert, and. Him and I went together and photographed a sample chapter, um, which was this, uh, what's it called? It's slipping my, it's in the book actually. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a yurt up in the Adirondacks. Mm-hmm. So him and I met up, we went and spent the night, you know, we camped at this place and shot photos and mm-hmm. he wrote a little thing and then they got an agent and went to all the major publisher. They got a, an agent, like an agent, uh, you know, represent mm-hmm. represent mm-hmm. Zach. So they went around and got offers from basically every single major publisher, um, and ultimately they decided on Little Brown, mm-hmm. and there was an advance. So Stephen and Zach put together a list of places we would go visit. There would be ten chapters. So that's how the book is sort of yeah. laid out. It's ten chapters like of specific types of cabins yeah like how to make a homestead in the wilderness um how to build a simple shelter how to live underground yeah so how many of the so you how much because it's a mix of photographers yes how much of it where did you find the other photographers well so people would contribute to the website so they're all contra you know Mm. photos that had existed on the website previously so basically my photographs are the feature stories they're Mm. you know the the guy with the treehouse in Idaho. And then that chapter, you know, we learn about that guy and what he did. And then after that, it's the archive of different kinds of treehouses, which are contributed by photographers all over the world. Mm-hmm. So there's actually a lot of really cool photographers who submitted work in that book. So a um, few people I know, and um, it's cool stuff. It's, it's like a really nice just picture book. Mm-hmm. Coffee table book, small small enough to fit yeah. in your cabin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know? Cab- yeah, yeah. Put it on, put it on the table in the cabin. Yeah, exactly. Cabin. I, that was one of the things. It was like designed to um, be something that you could keep in mm-hmm. a small cabin if mm-hmm. you had one. Because certainly, you know, big, you know, big picture, but it could have been that. Yeah. Like, um, but that doesn't make a glo- big glossy cabin book mm. has no business yeah it seems a little egregious a yeah exactly yeah yeah, yeah. so you kind of just see it seems i don't want to say you stumble into these projects but they come <laughs> through your network and it's always something a little bit different i mean it goes you know we last time you had in the show we we're talking about yeah, you know, was like prime oh yeah so the amazon prime project right. kind of you don't really necessarily ever do kind of like the same thing and the projects that come out you know something like this it's i don't want to say it's how 
it's it's different, but like it fits exactly who you are and right. your type of photography. Yeah. So is that kind of just how you play it with these projects? They kind of find you, or it's just like a natural like magnetic. Like, well, you know, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm I'm probably a little bit ADD, <laughs> um, so I think actually more so so mm-hmm. now, but. I like to take pictures of things that I like, you know, I like, yeah. like, and I'm, yeah, I don't, I'm not specific, you know, it's not like, oh, it's just fashion pictures or just portraits, like over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. Like, I like, I like a variety. A lot of different things. Yeah. Variety is the spice of life. Yeah, absolutely. So, <laughs> so, and so you got these, I want to go back a little bit to the fog pictures and shooting around here. Right. I was going to ask you, so you, you get in your car and you drive around you, you kind of explore the area and you do, do yeah. it that way. And you just, you, you wake up at, must be butt ass early in the yeah, morning. Yeah, sunrise. It's like, it's usually between, so the mm-hmm. fog lasts between six and 9am usually. Mm-hmm. And I'll just wait. I can sort of tell when it's going to happen. You know, you can just. You just get that sense like mm. it's a weather thing. And I wake up, I look out the window if it looks like it's foggy mm-hmm. or it definitely looks foggy, um, I get up. And if not, I'll sleep mm-hmm. in a little more. But, you know, it's funny now, I just sort of wake up. I just, I don't sleep as late anymore. Yeah. I think that's a, I don't think it's living up here. Mm-hmm. I think it's just getting older. <laughs> no, yeah. absolutely yeah. it is, yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, the, fo- you know, I love... Foggy, I think it's the best. It's like a, it's like putting grease on your lens. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everything looks good in fog. Yeah. No, so. you have, so in your, I don't, I mean, it's probably pretty early in this, but are you envisioning that as a book or are you just kind of let yeah. it fly? Yeah, I think, well, I mean, we were just sort of talking earlier outside, mm-hmm. like the book game is, it's a tough game. I mean, I, I'm, I just like making this work, you know, it's mm-hmm. like, it's my, it's my art, essentially, you know, it's, yeah. it's just what I enjoy to do. Um, and, you know, things sort of evolve naturally. Mm-hmm. Like, I think a book would be amazing one day. Mm-hmm. Certainly a show. You know, I have these little prints hanging up, mm-hmm. just like prints, but like these things, I would love to see these much bigger, you know, like, um, and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see. I mean, from, mm-hmm. from even Cabin Porn, like I've been in touch with, you know, the editor who, who worked on that book, he's moved to mm-hmm. a different publishing house. And like, there's always like this, you know, he's always open to like pitches from me, like mm-hmm. if I want to do so-and-so project and they don't, where he's at, and mm-hmm. it's not totally like monographs, like just like your art project mm-hmm. into a book, but you know, there's, there's ways, and it might not be this fog work, but it's like things related mm-hmm. to it in the landscape mm-hmm. in America that sort of, yeah, you got you got a lot of stuff in the archive. I mean, yeah. that's I have a feeling it'll be one of those guys where things just all you know, books keep coming out. I was like, well, geez. well, you're like, yeah, I've had this stuff for like 25 years. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah, that, I didn't. That's, it, it's really like the the timing factor on that, you know. Totally. I mean, I was telling this guy about you know just be, I was like, what about what do you think about bed mounds? Because mm-hmm. I've be I've been doing these mounds on beds of bed sheets and mm-hmm. stuff and. He was at, he was actually like, that could be something. It's like a sleep book. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, you put that with some quote, yeah. quotes and it's a little book, a bedside yeah. thing. You know, and I, I'm more interested in, in doing a book if there's like, you know, even just a little bit of an advance and it's not like I just spent $30,000 printing, you know, 
yeah, a yeah. couple hundred copies. Because well, then you're, sitting, yeah, then you're all right? hustling it yourself. Yeah, and like it's, it's, it's promoting. You know, it's yeah. the hardest thing to do. Like oh, totally. promoting your, you know, and as much as I'd like to believe in the projects that I do, like mm. strongly, like you start to doubt <laughs> yeah yeah no matter what you know yeah. especially when you're promoting it mm. all the time and it's like it just it's so terribly uncomfortable yeah so getting you know getting a publisher behind that has some money is yeah. good because they take care of it <laughs> totally 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 um so we'll see you know we'll see there's definitely things that are on the tape you know that are being talked about but you know, we're, we'll have to check in in a couple. We'll, of years. we'll check it. Yeah, next I time. Mean, next time we come up, yeah. I want to talk a little bit. And we, we, I know we definitely hit. I didn't. I don't. I didn't listen to the, our first conversation, by the way. So Me I can't. I can't. I, can't, yeah, I won't listen I, to this one. Yeah, I won't listen to this one. So I can't really necessarily remember everything we talked about. But I know I'm pretty sure we did touch upon like um, experimentation. I think we talked about Instagram a little bit back then. And now, as I'm sitting over here, I see your DJI drone. Mm. Yeah. sitting there and you're so you're flying drones and you're just saying it's, it's a tripod in the sky yeah you know, so well i can't take credit for that because <laughs> some guy in some yeah. forum wrote that yeah. but <laughs> yeah um but I, that's i use it and mm. i uh and it's true it's mm. like i mean it does move a little bit but it's crazy how stable that mm. thing is you know that one i was waiting you know I, people have been like going nuts about drones for a number of years now but it was always like the stupid ass GoPro, <laughs> like dumb wide land, you know, it's like, what are you going to do? That just looks like, it looks like a toy, you know, it's just, it's fun. Oh, that looks fun. But then this thing came out and it was like, it's wide, but it's like not crazy. I don't even, you know, I wish I was more technical about it. There is like, yeah, a, the camera on it. Yeah. We could, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's for a micro tooth there. I don't know what that, it's like a 14 or, yeah. or something, mm -hmm. but I don't, it sounds really wide if you're thinking about a 35 millimeter, like obviously, like that's like a fisheye, mm -hmm. but on that camera, it's like 24 or something. Yeah. Yeah. But it still seems wider than that. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but it just does, it's not distort, you know, it doesn't have that weird distortion mm -hmm. that like looks crazy. And there's cool, you know, it, I don't want, I don't ever want that work to look like, oh, it's just flying a drone. It's just a drone, you know. I never liked the work to look like what it's just about the camera. Yeah, you're totally, using. totally. So, you know, I'm, um, even though I'm probably guilty of doing that at some points, like um, the, I've just been able to fly it around and experiment with it, mm -hmm. get angles on things that sort of never could mm -hmm. normally. It's just fun. Yeah. I mean, here, you know, you're not really bothering anyone. Yeah, yeah. So. Have you been hired to shoot with that? I've had a few offers and I've been, I turned them down. Mm. I just, I mean, it's tough. It's like, um, it's just one, it's like so intensive, like when, when you do it and usually people are like, oh, we want you to take photos mm. and can you fly the drone too? And it's like, well, no, not really. Cause it's two totally different things. Yeah. And you know, I wouldn't, I, I could, I mean, I know how to fly the thing, obviously. Like, I wouldn't mind, like, if I d did get an offer, it's like, I'll hire an operator and sort of direct it. There are definitely people who know how to fly those things, like, precisely. Um, but, yeah, no, it just it doesn't feel right. Meanwhile, there is, like, this weird gray area where 
you it's not even you're not even technically supposed to be able to sell the photos mm-hmm. if you like to shoot commercially with it. Mm-hmm. And I mean, and this was like a thing I was shooting for the Times magazine, and I was just talking about ideas like, oh, maybe I can fly the drone drone on that. You know, it's funny because I'm the one suggesting it, even though I'm saying like. And they're like, yeah, actually, we don't buy drone photography. It's not unless they're like, do you have a license? (laughs) Oh, okay. So you got to be licensed. Oh, wow. So I do. It is registered Mm -hmm. with the FAA. Mm -hmm. So there's a little number on it, you know. Um, So if I guess if I lose, but you know, I don't know. Like it could be found or whatever. Yeah, Yeah, that's yeah, that's really the tricky. And it seems like it's. The laws are kind of like so moving it's, and changing. You don't know. Yeah, it's, it's not concrete. It's, you know? it's great. I, I mean, cops don't even know what the um, the laws are. You know, if anything, is when you do fly it in public, and I've only done it where there's people around a few times, mm-hmm. um, and like it just becomes like this like magnet for <laughs> attention, yeah, attention for, yeah. yeah, who like. And then there's like you're like find this thing and you want to be concentrated on it and mm-hmm. like you're try- you had to answer all these questions <laughs> and it's like please keep stay away from me <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and land this and yeah. like yeah um, like one and then I did land it and this one guy was like can I touch it <laughs> and I was like no you can't touch yeah. it did, what are you doing and I was yeah. taking photos of him while he mm-hmm. was near it just in case he did something sketchy yeah <laughs> um, but. It's it's super fun. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and now, on the same kind of maybe different track a little bit, but also Snapchat. I know. So for a while, you were kind of apprehensive about Snapchat. I think a lot of people, yeah, of our generation, are yeah. like didn't get it. Get I, you know, I jumped into it for a little bit, and I, I finally like okay, I understand this. Like when you watch eclipse, it's like that day you're very present and it's like storytelling yeah. boom, and it's yeah. that's it you get it and like so after a couple of weeks but to me when i tried to make them i'm like this is ridiculously hard <laughs> yeah. for, for for me like you got to have an idea a concept and i'm like every single day like there has to be it seems the people that are really good at it, there's a natural kind of fluidity of just picking it up but you right. Like most things you do, it's like you have to find an angle, like a, con- a kind of a conceptual twist. So how long did it take you to kind of get your bearings on with it? Or like yeah. Your- well, I, yeah, I mean, I want to say because like just like any new mm-hmm. app that comes along and like like all the ones before it. <laughs> so like going back to like, you know, cause I, I mean, I guess, you know, I definitely found my footing on the Internet with Flickr. Right. You know, before that photo log. But that was never really that good. And then Flickr came about. So use that. And then people were like jumping to Tumblr and I was always apprehensive about that. Mm-hmm. Like, what is that? I don't know. But then I got into it, you know, and then doing that. And then Instagram was happening and I fucking hated <laughs> yeah. Instagram, like passionately. Mm-hmm. Um, like that's for amateur, that's amateur hour. And I, I mean, sort of looking back, you know, and I'm totally, obviously totally over that now, yeah. but sort of looking back, it would, I, th- I think I was kind of right for feeling that way. And it was mostly because the phone sucked at the time. Like, the screen sucked. Like, why would you look at photos or even take photos with your phone? Okay. You know, it's just, it just felt like very, you know, mm. real basic at the time. Whatever, you know, it just never felt right. And then the phones changed and the screens are amazing and the cameras on mm. the phones are amazing. So I got it, you know, I... Oh, after years of talking mm-hmm. major shit on Instagram, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know, I got into that. Yeah. And then 
Snapchat started, and I hated Snapchat, <laughs> like passionately. Like, and I still, I mean, I still kind of do. I mean, there are people who you can watch on Snapchat who are very compelling, but it like simultaneously makes you like resent them and like, you, it's just, it's the worst, it's the worst. It doesn't make you feel good. Like it makes you jealous. It makes you, you know, you judgmental. Um, but, you know, and I stopped looking at it for a while, for a while, you know, this, it's been around for a couple of years yeah, now, yeah, right? Yeah. So stop looking at it. But then I would check in, you know, you just keep hearing about it. And then I was doing a job where it was this thing and basically everything I was shooting was, um, was locked up, you know, like not allowed to see it, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so I was like, I want, but I, I'm like antsy. I want to sort of make some stuff. I was like, Snapchat seems like the right medium to like um, just not, just to be able to make yeah. stuff and not give a shit. And then, and also at the time, nobody was looking at it. So, um, so that's good because, you know, Nobody, you know, even, <laughs> yeah, yeah, even yeah. if I was doing something that I should, nobody should see, uh-huh. like nobody was seeing it uh-huh. anyway, except for the few people who were following me. Uh-huh. Um, and even still now, like it's my least followed me- medium, mm-hmm. you know, like we, there's something about, you know, just about ha- having a place that you can mm-hmm. just have a good time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, just relax, you know. Just I don't I don't know what it is. There 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 are moments where I do try to tell stories with it, mm-hmm. um, and those I think have been moderately successful. But then you know I mean we were just out here and I like made a little video of my corn <laughs> and like I showed you guys yeah. you know and then like the temp I put the temperature filter over it uh-huh. like and it's just like I'm have I'm a normal person yeah and, yeah yeah like it's fun yeah. yeah and you know I guess people people look at it yeah <laughs> it always the thing with me that kind of but it's so personal it's so like it's so right. immediate and like the people like kind of do the walking stuff where they like they're holding yeah. like they're in the screen they're talking to the screen they're talking right to you and I'm like I can't, you know, to me, it's like just too, the, the connection is, is too personal for me. I like, I for like sure. my internet a little bit distant, you know <laughs> what I mean? Yeah. And Instagram, yeah. I think at least it can be that way a little bit too voyeuristic, but now most people I follow, we just use it as like portfolio, like you're showing the good stuff is and there it? isn't, you know, it's, it's a polished kind of thing. Snapchat, you jump into it and it's like this raw kind of like, and it just creeps me out a little and I can't, yeah. but I like yours because you're, you know, I think you're always a little distant in the social media. So you create, you right. know, you're creating like a story. Well, and I mean, you know, and it's, I'm not, you know, I, I mean, I'm talking on this thing. Yeah. It's like, I'm, I can be open about what I do, but I feel like I don't like to give too much of the mystery or what, you know, the sausage making stuff is yeah. like, I feel like it ruins the myth. And, mm-hmm. I, and I think earlier, you know, when I was talking about just about like the people who I follow, you know, I follow a few artists and like, the, it's like, I know them too well now. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't yeah. like, like it makes me not like their work, mm-hmm. you know, where before when they're, the less you know, the better, you know, mm-hmm. the better off. And mm-hmm. it was definitely a fear I had when doing that, mm-hmm. like, you know, when getting, starting to do Snapchat, it's like, I'm just going to, I'm giving away all the secrets. Mystique killer. Yeah. 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 So it's hard, you know, it's hard in this day and age when you sort of feel compelled to like want to 
produce and have people find you and look at your work and, you know, to be so, so detached from it. Um, so I don't know what I was saying. Um, <laughs> well, you're going to, I mean, but yeah, it doesn't, on, on the Snapchat again, like it doesn't, the reason, I, I mean, I think it's, it's really here to stay and it's going to be big is that it really created its own format, whatever that is, right. like how it put it together with the overlaying the text and doing yeah. the weird filters and just yeah. like the whole way they put it together. It's something new. Like you have to, and one reason I don't think, I think it's going to maintain like a, for media and artists and those people, because the average person can't put that shit together in a compelling way. Right. Like it's really hard to kind of edit that stuff together and think think about it that way. So I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be big for like, you know, like the way the media companies are using it and then artists that can kind of like do something compelling in this new medium, you know? So I think that's for sure. It feels like, I don't know how, you know, apparently there are people who are really, who are like Snapchat famous. Yeah, totally. I I don't think I follow any of them. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's weird because like those, you know, not having publicly available metrics, like how do you sell your Snapchat space, yeah. you know, it's like, you want me to Snapchat for money, for money? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 10,000 people look at it. No, like, how would they know? Unless yeah. you like screen cap the eyeball screen, you know, mm-hmm. where you, all the people mm-hmm. who are looking at it, how would anyone know what, what it is? And yeah. I, th- I think maybe that's part of the, the reason is it's like, it's like an anti, like, like uh, popularity, yeah, or like yeah. vanity metrics. Yeah. You say it's like the follow. It's not you know follow. You don't see how many followers yeah, they have. It's any not about numbers. Yeah. It's yeah. and and I I feel that's you know I read an article. It was like why it got so popular mm-hmm. with young kids. You know, kids because like on Instagram, like if they post a photo and nobody likes it, that's embarrassing. Mm-hmm. Like they go to school and people are like, no, you have no friends. You're mm-hmm. a loser. But if you do it on Snapchat, mm-hmm. nobody ever knows. Like their friends do see it. And, you know, whoever does decide to follow her. And, like, so they can exist in this digital world and not feel like the numbers mean something mm-hmm. anymore. You know? Which is interesting because that's sort of what Tumblr was about initially. Like, mm-hmm. you those numbers aren't available. You yeah, know? it's true. It's a good point. Um, good point. So... So we'll, we'll, you have to follow, what's your handle? We'll got to tell everyone, it's Noah oh, Kalina, right? No, well, no, it's actually Noah Aon. Like, oh, one word, N-O-A-H-A-O-N. One word, wow. no, you know, it's like Noah forward and backwards. Nice. Mm. But yeah, I mean, I don't think you can just put in my name. No, no. And get it. I just tried. Well, we're not, I'm not going to put it in the show notes. I'm going to make people listen to it. So you have to listen to it and then go in and type it. Yeah. And then I'll let you know it. when like one, I get one new follower. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I want to do, I know you're big on geeking out on technology and all that good stuff. And the next We've just been playing around with the Theta 360. We do that, doing the 360 videos, and VR is definitely here. Are, is, is Noah Kalina going to be jumping in? I, yeah, I think so. I mean, I, w- I was thinking, I mean, I don't know. I would need one, and I would need to play with it and see. But this is the first one I've seen where, like, it's like, works so well. And that thing is really small. I was thinking, like, it was the bot, the orbs. No, um, yeah. You know, yeah. with the cameras all around it, yeah. like Street View style. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I take this to shows, and then when people find out what it is afterwards, they're like, oh, I thought that was, like, a vape or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> does, I have a vape that looks yeah, like that, yeah, actually. Yeah, um, yeah I, I don't know. You know, I don't have a Oculus 
You need a PC for that shit. Yeah, yeah, you so. need oh, that stuff. Right. But you have yeah. the Google Cardboard. You've done all that stuff, right? No, I haven't done that. Wow. Huh. Yeah. I would think, I would have swore to God that the VR would be something that you would just be like chomping at well, the bit to kind of get on. Yeah. I, no, well, yeah, I, I don't know. I think it's like the drone thing too. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's so, it's so early. It's mm-hmm. definitely like the potential is there, mm-hmm. but like I do like quality. Yeah. Um, yeah. And like when it's like, when it's still early, mm-hmm. uh, you know, well, it's, it's basically two cell phone cameras, right? Yeah. Decent, but yeah. yeah. But I think on on the VR because you used to you do these, maybe you still do these videos where it's a very it's a stat the the cameras on the tripod and there's like one person walking through the environment like right. they're doing something like those yeah. videos where it's that could be a cool. minimalistic kind right. of like that's immediately I thought like well you put that into it's like some sort of VR experience where yeah you bring that kind of aesthetic or something and you're out in the wood I mean it that's could, that could be I mean yeah there, there's a lot of things that are cool cool I mean my my brother makes video games and mm-hmm. he came he came up here a couple of years ago and he had the Oculus development kit mm-hmm. actually huh. there's a photo of and you see that right on the side there he's oh yeah the, the it's on the uh-huh, black and uh-huh. white thing right there yeah. um so like I was playing with it years ago and I was like it was real basic even mm-hmm. back then like mm-hmm. and i was like yeah this is amazing but this thing is on your face <laughs> right um it, yeah. i don't you know there's gonna have to be a whole lot yeah. more development yeah. for it. but i was like this is gonna be amazing for porn mm-hmm. like, <laughs> and i mean if it is a lot por- of people say that yeah i mean but if if it's gonna be good for porn it'll be good for mm-hmm. it'll yeah, become popular just yeah. like the internet like, yeah right and then everything that came <laughs> after that too like well, so, and yeah, with VR too, there's, there's different, I mean, I know, uh, you know, people I talk to that are in, it's like, well, 360, people call it all VR, but this is 360 video. That's not VR. And then there's like, uh, you know, other kind of like VR, VR experiences that like, it's not where you're just, you're, they call it like the ghost on the wall. Like you're, you're kind of in the room, but you're not interacting. Right. Like the real stuff oh, comes yeah, when yeah. you can come and like yeah. interact and pick up. Yeah. Like objects and, and the, the, the characters within it, like interact right. with you. But I mean, I have the cardboard and I've done the New York Times stuff, the discovery thing. And what, you know, I, I love it. I'm like, this is amazing. But then after 10 minutes, I'm like, get me out of here. Right. Yeah. Like I can't, yeah. I can't take it. So I think one of the yeah. things with the VR, it's, it's going to be like seven minutes max. I mean, you're not going to be doing like a two Where are they going to stick the advertising? <laughs> well, I mean, it's gonna be all around. You look up and you like, yeah, it's, you know? in, it's yeah. built in. Yeah. But I don't. I think it's yeah. I don't. I mean, I think it is gonna be amazing, and there'll be a lot of different applications. But I don't see again. I don't see it as kind of like wiping out film or TV, like those. Well, sort of things. Yeah. I, well, right. Video games will be awesome. You know, for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, that's a good point about just your being. You know, it's 360 video. You are just in this world. You have no. There's no interaction. Um, but like, maybe that's where the art is, you know, and then the game, you know, the games are something different. Well, I know Reggie, um, your friend Reggie, wait, he did, yeah. he did a VR thing. I was looking for it and it was, it was at Sundance or somewhere and people were like, this is like insane. The movie, the movie or the, didn't he um, do, he did some of like a VR experience with Reggie, right? Yeah. That, I, that might've just come out like yesterday oh, or really? something. Oh, really? Yeah. I'll have to check it out. Um, like a live performance or something. Yeah. 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 I saw, I saw that. I mean, he's been a really big proponent oh. of VR, um, and yeah, I mean, it, there's definitely something there, but it is, it's so primitive at mm-hmm. this point. It's like, it's hard to tell, but you know, 
we're like old internet guys. (laughs) Like we're people who like to type on keyboards. Yeah. Like it's like, that is like, there will be no keyboards soon. Like, and we're going to have to get used to that. Like, I mean, I still want the, I mean, my stupid iMac's like four years old. It's ridiculous, but I still want like the editing, the screen editing where I can just move around stuff and put it in, you know, book sequencing and doing all that kind of stuff. That's, that's, I think you should get a Surface (laughs) tablet. Right. Yeah, upgrades. Somebody wanted anyone in the audience want to donate that to us? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> well, well, we're gonna take a quick break and then we're gonna talk about books. I mean, there's a lot. We're surrounded by a lot of books. Quite honestly, we don't know what we're gonna talk about yet. Yeah. But you'll find we'll out in a couple minutes. Yeah. Surprise. just spend a few minutes going through your bookshelves and picking up and you told me you said you don't really like anything anymore yeah i mean not yeah but you know that's just yeah we go through these times right yeah where it's like what's good nothing's good what's the point <laughs> um, do you feel that way a lot now these days or is it, yeah or just always well pretty much i mean that's basically what uh my work is about just <laughs> how life is pointless and there is no god so <laughs> Nice. If it wasn't apparent. Yeah. Well, um, everyone, thanks. I mean, it was a great show. I mean, we're just yeah. <laughs> and, and on that note, very brief note, <laughs> thanks, Noah, for bringing um, everyone down. Yeah, I mean, uh, existential dread, you know, it's, we have to deal with that. Yeah. And, and I um, found the older I get, the worse it gets, too. Because It, it like, just gets it, worse. Yeah. And I mean, even if you do, you know, you find great success in life, you know, and you, you, you like print, you know, prints down and there's things like that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, the, the, wor- the world will mourn you. But then, but then two days later, we move on. Yeah. Like, who cares? You know, it's pointless. Yeah. Like, so what are we doing? You know? <laughs> it's all, Tim, um, Tim Soder said it's all in the doing. It's just about making stuff, I guess. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Out, you know. Just enjoy what yeah. you can, you know, and I mean, you know, when, when you're making your own work, it's hard to want to care about other people's work. There's certainly, you know, and th- there is that time where, you know, you, you find lots of inspiration mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. other people's work, but then I think there it sort of switches over and you just like can't even look anymore. Yeah. Like you don't want to know. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. I mean, I, the, what I would say is like, I, I really like looking at work and I like looking at all these books, but it's really for the ideas that I can steal from myself, exactly. yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. How can this like help me, you know, yeah. with whatever project, you never know where it's going to come from. Yeah. Well, let's, so the first one is uh, Richard Misrock, Golden Gate. Right. And he just took pictures of the Golden Gate Bridge. Yeah, it looks, I think, I'm pretty sure it's like from his like porch and, you know, the thing from Berkeley or something, just always that same, it's like, you know, he set up the tripod to be in the same place, um, looking the same way. And I don't know what the time frame is. I think it might say it in there. But I remember uh, I came across that book many, many years ago um, and I didn't buy it. 
And then I went back to that bookstore and it was gone. And then I noticed it was out of print and like it, the price went up like significantly. And then I just, it, it was just one of those things that always resonated with me just cause I, I, I do like the idea of the serial project where you do one thing over and over and over again and the passage of time and how, you know, some things change and other things stay exactly the same. Well, you have um, a couple of those products. So the bed moans well, kind of sure, yeah. falls into that. Well, well certainly there's uh, there's bed I mean, but that that's all, that maybe in a way is a little, a little different, different because the environment's always changing. Mm-hmm. It's like conceptual, like it's the same thing over and over, but the place is different. But I do like, you know, I do it on Instagram, the River North First, yep. right? Which is like, I go to, whenever I'm back in Williamsburg, mm-hmm. I go to this one spot and I take a picture of the city and it's like, it really right now, nothing's changing. It's just the seasons. But you know that hole in the ground is going to be like mm-hmm. a skyscraper mm-hmm. as soon as they cl- clean up like the super mm-hmm. fun site that exists underneath it. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, um, but it's just this, you know, and, and in a way there's like, there's, it's like it's meditative. It's just like it's, there's like a Zen act of like visiting the same spot and like just looking that same way and seeing what what happens, what's different. Um, I now do it here with the drone. I fly it up right here. I have like a spot sort of like on the map that I fly it up. And when we look that way towards the river, and actually you see those prints on the bottom, those bottom two. It's like I'm just calling it the river right now. I don't really have like an official title or a hashtag. So you get it exactly in the same spot? Well, I've never believed in the precise thing. You know, it's, it's close, it's close, but, and I I think it's like 300 feet above where we are now is how high I fly the drone. Um, but even, you know, with that, um, my everyday project where I photograph myself every day, like it's ne- it's not supposed to be perfect like mm-hmm. and it, i think in a way in a way it works better when it's slightly off you know people are always like how do you do how do you align your eyes and i'm like, I, I don't i don't do i don't use software it's just like close enough it looks mm-hmm. like i'm aligning it but mm-hmm. i think it gives an organic quality mm-hmm. to it when it's not so scientific mm-hmm. you know i don't know what Mitzrak did in this book it looks like Pretty exactly close. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it doesn't, to me, it's not something I get hung up on. I mean, I think yeah. normally, like, I wouldn't, you know, instinctually, I would kind of, like, typically, be like, uh, I don't know, that's kind of typology. But this one, I mean, there is right. such a wide variety of the pictures that doesn't even, what's interesting is that the bridge kind of, like, falls where it is in, like, the back backdrop. Yeah. And, and you're kind of, like, looking at the other elements of the photograph. And San, San Francisco has this great weather that yeah. is, like, just always changing and Every day is going to look different. It's not like the desert or something. Yeah, and this looks like um, it was it was probably filmed too. Huh? I don't oh, want to yeah. say no, that. No, that no, many, no, certainly. I think definitely. it's it's I'd probably eight by ten. Actually, I was I went and saw what ended up making me buy this book mm-hmm. was I was in Las Vegas and I went to see the Penn and Teller show, mm-hmm. and in the theater, like right in the like the 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 lobby <clears throat> to the theater. They have one of these prints, giant, on the wall. It was like so totally out of place, and I was like, "Oh, that project, like that, that book. I gotta get that book." So, I think I found it on Amazon. You know, used or you know, for like a hundred bucks or something. Oh wow! Which is 
pricey, but you know, it might be worth more now. I don't know. Cool. What do you think when the, you know how when you keep a book on a shelf and then like you open it after a while and like it gets all yellow yeah. around the edges? Mm-hmm. Do you guys do anything to prevent that from happening? Or that's just what's going to happen? I think it's this way. I don't know. I you, try and, uh, you know, keep them not in direct sunlight as sun? much. Yeah, I mean, oh. I don't know. Is it? Yeah, it's yeah, it's the sun. Well, Noah um, Noel Carmardo yeah. was talking about how uh, somehow like he had his bookshelf like right where the sun came in, and it just like sun damage ruined everything. Yeah, but then he was like, "Yeah, I like that though because now I can never sell them. Yeah, <laughs> like I yeah. have to keep them. Right. Yeah. yeah, people were giving me shit for putting books up by the wind, and I took like better ones there. Now it's like mostly just like." Either magazines or mm-hmm. like novels, not photo books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. So the next one we have here is Naked Pictures of My Ex-Girlfriend's Romance in the 70s, Mark Helfrich. Um, pretty self-explanatory. Pictures and little stories of all his girlfriends from the 70s. Snapshots, some are more formal, some are more artistic, some are candid. Um, but a wide variety, color. Some are more explicit, I guess. yeah. So what what's the story with this one? Why? What? Well, yeah, I, I've had this book for a while, and I forget mm-hmm. when. I think I even got it in college, and um, the stories are really funny. Like if you read them, and it's mm-hmm. like, and then there's like there's like that. I guess that aspirational aspect of it, or something. I don't know. Like it's like you're like you sort of get jealous. Like how did this guy? Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, how did this many girls? This guy must be cool, or so. And but you read the the story. The stories is it's. You know, has that sort of Dwayne Michaels kind of thing where you got to sort you know, it's not just about the photo, like mm-hmm. what he's writing. The text is pretty interesting. Um, but, Can you uh, read one of them, Brian? Uh, find us, me, they're short ones. Let me There's try like to find real, one of the sh- short ones, yeah. What's that one say? Um, so this one, uh, Dee Dee was a kindergarten teacher, if those kids could see her now. Yeah. And <laughs> the picture is her laying on a bed, her hands on her thighs, Exposed uh, genital area, right? Legs. It's pretty explicit. Pretty explicit. Yeah. Um, I I mean, that's kind of funny, though. You know, sort of. Um, Right. And he, yeah, you know. I wonder how the girls feel. There's like hundreds of (laughs) pages. Right. Well, so here's the thing, and like, spoiler alert. um, But this is he casts all this. It's all fake. Oh. Yeah. So. And that, when I found that, Ah. that like changed me, you know, because it was like, oh yeah, photography is so fake. Like there's just everything about it, like Uh is like, it's just constructed and like you create, you know, you create a narrative, you like come up with a concept and you just completely exploit it. And, um, yeah. Like, I would have never, you would have never, right. I, I would have kept right. going on and living yeah. for, like, nah, yeah, it definitely changes my perspective yeah. on it, too. Nah, I mean, I don't know where I read that. I hope I'm right about <laughs> but that. But this is, yeah, um, remember what episode was it where we were talking about, like, the the nude photography? Um, it was a few episodes ago, and yeah. I was just like, it's, so most of it is just like, the bro dude like hiring the model and going into the, the the hotel room and it's like it's the same stuff like why is he doing this what's the point I mean like this I can get into there's a concept there's a story there's an idea behind it it kind of like all fits together and it's a little bit of a commentary on 
that type of photography as well too. And yeah. like we even said, that it's like I think the best kind of like erotic or nude photography is when the photographer actually cares about like <laughs> the the people in it. Maybe that's right. That's that's kind of bullshit though too. Because how would you even know? I mean, the photo you can't necessarily tell if they care about the person in a photo. You know, you would assume they do. I mean, when I guess what are you looking at where you're like that person doesn't care. Well, like, the, the, like I said, the dudes who, you know, like I said, they that's go like on model rule, mayhem. That's like, like rule number one is yeah. like to love the subject. Uh-huh. You know, like if you don't love what you're doing, why are you doing it? Right. You know, right. like, um, in fact, I think that uh, someone wrote that in that photographer's playbook mm-hmm. book. Oh, yeah. Do you know uh, that book? Yeah, 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 yeah we've yeah, talked yeah, about we it. Talked about that that yeah. book is great. Yeah. yeah. There's so many good nuggets of wisdom in uh-huh. there. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, Jason and, Fulford. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's good. Mm-hmm. So... Someone, someone wrote that in there and it's like, it's so true. It's like, so I don't know, you know, you gotta be a dick, I guess, if you're, (laughs) which are, you know, they're They're a lot. Yeah. Yeah. We're photographers. Like, it's like, come, it's like, that's a cool, yeah, this is the interesting twist. I mean, I wonder if people, how the audience is going to feel knowing the twist. I mean, yeah, you just pulled one over on me. Yeah. 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 Um, I think, I don't think that guy's even, I think he works in film in uh, LA. I don't think Elfrich. he's, he, yeah, I don't think he's actually like a full time photographer or anything mm-hmm. or like, you know. Yeah. So I guess it has more of that kind of cinematic storytelling aspect to it. So the next one we have is called Phone Book. Um, right. Who is it? Was What's an OCB Smith? Yeah. Is which I think is Carter Smith, who is a fashion photographer. Okay. Um, it, uh, that's at least what a Google, you know, like a very light Google search led me to. But, you know, I like, the, it, it's fun. It, you know, this is, this is like probably pre Instagram days, yeah. you know, when like your cell phone was 640 by 480 resolution yeah. and like it's just super primitive. Yeah. Um, the photo, I mean, they're bad. The quality of them is like, I'm not saying the composition or the subject matter, but like, yeah. you tell that these are like, First, right, you know, first gen, first gen fucking yeah. flip phone, uh-huh. Nokia style. Yeah. But there's a quality to that, and this is like this is probably one of those more like straight diaristic mm-hmm. approaches to photography, where it's like this is real life, you know, yeah. uh, quote yeah. quote unquote. Um, and a guy who probably travels a lot and has attractive friends, and mm-hmm. you know, is like is able to, you know, find himself in different interesting well, scenarios. Yeah, I mean, it is, de- yeah, definitely. It's, you know, this is a guy who's, he's in with a certain uh, crowd and he's going places. And, but, yeah. I, like, I feel like it's, what's interesting is that this is digital and digital is, like, you know, taking over everything and so it's better. And, like, but you make, you could have, he could have made these with a film camera and they, the pictures would be like a million times better but the fact that it is in the phone right. it's like crappy it's, it's it creates this weird dissonance you know of like sure this looks like digital you know what I'm right. saying? like very very right. digital where like a picture now like you shoot with a 5d mark three or whatever like a contemporary even the the mirror you i mean people who can process that stuff i mean you really got to kind of have an eye to see the difference you know for sure well but, but you know something what i like is I like working with tools uh, like of the day, right? Like, mm-hmm. um, and 
this, yeah, yeah, it's da- it's dated, but at least you know it, that t- the time period in which wow. it was created. Like, I feel, you know, this, like, going back, like, this, trying to, like, find this look that existed, you know, the, the tin type of, like, you know, so you're, fo- so... 2016 looks like 1856. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. that might be a little too early, yeah. but, uh, <laughs> but it's like, what, you know, what's the, so when you look at that mm. in 20 years, what are mm. you looking at? I like, you know, I like photography to represent the time period in which it's mm. being created, mm-hmm. you know? But I wonder if we're at a breaking point now where the, the camera, like the cameras and all this, they're so good. Like what, how, how many more, me- you can't get any more, Megapixels, even in video, it's like 8K. They're getting like what? I mean, I suppose like the lenses can get better, something, but like. Well, it's funny because when you were coming over here, I was trying to think, like, what are we going to talk about? And (laughs) I sort of, sort of wanted to just like talk tech. Yeah. I just want to talk about cameras. Like, seriously. Yeah. Um, But, you know, maybe we're a little beyond that at this point, but. Yeah, well, it, they're just tools, mm-hmm. you know. Like it's like, what what's the what are you shooting, and what what are, what are you ultimately trying to achieve? Mm-hmm. Um, so it shouldn't, it doesn't matter, but it matters. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think for the you know phone book, this book, like it was a it was supposed to just feel mm-hmm. like what, this guy's diary. You know, it's yeah. his diary. It's, it's like those like, first like a first like yeah. flip phone cameras. Or yeah, whatever. and so, I use those. That was back in two thousand four. I had one of those. Sprint PCS one. I used that. I don't. I don't know where they are. I mean, the, fo- the photos aren't good, but I mean, yeah, that is. It's like, whew, this is bad. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Like, so like that definitely represents it. So if we we're going to talk about cameras. What cameras? What do you, uh, you have? The Phase One. You're using Mark Three. You have the, the drone. That's right. That's right. I have are that still, Osmo thing. The now Osmo for, thing. For, for film, you know, filming some video stuff. What about um, film? I just don't shoot any film. Nothing. You know, it's funny because I busted out the, I have the RZ sitting on the, sh- the shelf over there and mm-hmm. I bought some film and I was like, all right, I'm going to shoot, I'm just going to shoot some film. And I just don't, I, yeah. I, I can't, like, it's <laughs> like, yeah, I'm, I'm just over it. It's like not even something. Uh-huh. I, I love how it looks. The people who shoot it, it's fucking awesome. Like, there's no doubt about it. But it's just like not my flow. You know? <laughs> also, like up here, like I'm not going to a lab. You know, it'd be like sending out. Mm-hmm. You know, and by the time that film gets back to me, I'm over it. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. Like or or not. I don't know. Maybe, you know, maybe I should try it. But I th- I think you know I like you know I think the the video on the phone on the iPhone is just amazing. Mm-hmm. Like that's better. I think it's better than the 5D. Like just like. Um, just in terms of quality out of the ca- camera, uh, you know, without doing any processing to yeah. it or whatever. Yeah. Um, it really just, it's like, what, what's the point? You know, where's this going to go? Uh-huh. You know, what's, what's the end goal? You know, if I'm shooting for, you know, something that's going to be printed big, mm-hmm. I want to use the big camera mm-hmm. or like, you know, it's like a important person you want you want to bust out the thing that looks like you know what you're doing mm-hmm. um but yeah really i mean there's so many new ca- new yeah. cameras that come out and like um yeah i wanted to talk about cameras i have nothing you don't, to say but about you don't it. so you don't own any like uh like the fuji or the sony's or what about the i figured maybe yeah. why wouldn't you try the, one of the sony's the low well for the I, low light or i whatever. did yeah so I, i've used it I, i've used it a couple times for shoots and like 
the seven S, yeah, yeah, A seven yeah. S, and then there's the R. R that, yeah, that's yeah. the R2, super right. low light one. Mm-hmm. Well, so I really want to replace the five D. Like I'm just tired of it. It's like, but and I want some, and I use it mostly to have video capabilities because mm-hmm. my other camera is medium format digital. But I want that low light Sony that A seven S R whatever one of them, yeah. Um, but the stills on it. Because it is that low light 4K, yeah, the stills are only like that's the A7S. Um, the A7R2 right. does have a bigger sensor, but it's not as sensitive to, to, low, to light. low light, right? And I want that super low light sensitivity, but then I also want it as a backup still camera, mm. so more than I, 12 megapixels. Yeah, more yeah. than 12 megapixels. Like mm. I want something in the 20s yeah. at that point, because just in case, if I'm carrying two cameras with me. Like I need stills to take precedent Mm -hmm. and it's like, there's just no, still like we're close. Maybe it's just like one year from now, really like where everything we need is probably, I mean, I know a lot of people and I've talked to this, you know, colleagues that, and I've noticed people switching from like the Mamiya and they'll, sh- they'll use the Nikon D800 and then the Sigma art lenses and people like that, that combination is like, seems like a golden kind of like area for a lot of people. That's interesting. And those yeah. pe- people love the Sigma art lenses. I have um, never even heard of that. Really? Yeah. 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 They're, they're, they're big. I've seen. They're, co- what are the art? They call it Sigma. It's the Sigma art lenses. It's, it's like the ones lenses. they've released in the last couple of years. They're mm. superior in quality to like what they mm. were offering before. Yeah, because I've always thought of Sigma lenses as like that the, lens you yeah. get. Like the, yeah. Um, no, they're, they're no these these ones. are the ones. Yeah. That's the same thing. Yeah, I mean these these ones are high quality. I mean you had like John Francis Peters talked about mm-hmm. it. I believe El wow. Prez was talking about it, and like. John Peters was like the colors on this lens is wow. just amazing, you know. Mm. And that's on people are like liking Nikon more than well the Nikon D eight hundred, yeah. What? Okay, yeah. At the moment, yeah. At the moment, yeah. I mean, <laughs> Who knows? I mean, tell Can yeah. I mean, Canon has the five DR and the five DRS, which was supposed to be their big, big thing. But then you get mm. into you know, I don't know. To me, I don't, I'm a DSLR, I'm never, I never want a DSLR. I'll never, I hate them. I don't want to use it ever. Yeah. It's just, it's not for me. I'm trying totally. to get off. I like yeah. my, my Fuji X-Pro2. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't I, fully jumped ship. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I like, you know, there, what, what's this thing? So this is a Sony RX104. Yeah. That's 21 megapixels. Why do they have these names that are just like <laughs> impossible? Yeah. Like, well, that's what I say forever. Yeah. The camera companies are terrible yeah. at marketing. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like, why? Just give it like a car name. Yeah. Where, like, you know, like that's the fit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, I don't know why they do it. It's yeah. Like, oh, you got the Jaguar? Nice. Yeah. Exactly. Like, you could use a name that would make people remember it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I guess the thing, I, I mean, I've, uh, you know, I want that little camera. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We might have even talked about this last time, but like just that little thing that you can stick in your pocket yeah. that yeah. has good quality. Yep. But to me, it's still just like the phone. I've got a phone. You got a phone, yeah. Like yeah. that's it. Because if it is like just going to be a snapshot, well, it is just probably going to <laughs> go on, on on Snapchat. But I mean, what <laughs> I like about this is it has the. That's nice. Yeah, I know. So the flip screen yeah. thing. You know, it's funny because so it's, it's like a selfie. Like, it can be like a selfie camera. Well, that's, you know, my first digital camera. What uh-huh. was, uh, it was really more of a video camera, and that was what I used to start taking a photo of myself every day. And uh-huh. it 
was really because it had the flip screen so hmm. I could see myself. And yeah. this is like before the word selfie even existed. <laughs> uh. And then, you know, I've had to replace that camera and there was getting to be a point, I don't know what it was, like 2000, mid 2000s, uh -huh. where like you couldn't find a camera that had a flip screen on it anymore. Um, but that's not, not a problem. Anymore. No, no. Yeah. It came back. Every, I didn't even everyone, realize it's still somebody yeah, else. They were had going out of style. Then, yeah. And now it's like how they are able to sell <laughs> yeah. point and shoot. Cause who even buys these things anymore? Well, this, this one. Yeah. I mean the point and shoot market other, but yeah. this, this is like the high, this is, this is for like pro high end people that want the pocket camera. Totally. Like, but it's good though. That why is that lens sticking out so much? Like if that, if you could just cut that yeah. off, it would fit like a normal thing in your pocket. Right. But right. that bulge, I mean, yeah. that's that's fine. It comes out. So why not all the way in? Like, just give me a little black box. Yeah. This size. <laughs> yeah. The size well, that's, I think, the next thing is the, uh, the lens technology. Yeah. I mean, because you're not. It would be more expensive game, to make a lens that's, that's what they're going to be hacking is is the lens technology. Yeah. And, yeah. But I don't, like, to me, it's going to be, whether you look at the Apple or the iPhone, it's like, it's all going to be so much so software driven though too. Like the camera, the software is just right. going to know what you know that lens looks like, and it's going to be able through the algorithm or whatever. It's going to have millions of photos from that type of lens, and the software will just know what because you're dealing with pixels. You know what I right. mean? Like it's not. Wait, so you're saying it'll if you take a picture, it will then find all the pictures that were taken of that. Place, like something like that, but it'll just your be like a better than re the reality. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, that's something. kind of an awesome idea. Something um, along those lines, or like it'll translate just, that to an algorithm. Because that's, I don't know, because it is just digital pixels, right? Yeah. Like you're just yeah, moving it around, and then an, it's not just you're talking about interpreting something that's just I don't know. It's information, and someone has yeah. to figure out how to interpret. That. Wouldn't it be? But I that's mean, what I'm saying. They analyze all millions and millions of photos that were taken with that type of lens, and they understand how it looks. Maybe they do. That's totally know. how they would. They would that's know. pretty interesting. I mean, yeah. it would be funny if you were like taking a picture of the Statue of Liberty and like you shoot it, but then it like shows you just like a professional photo of the Statue of Liberty yeah. taken from that. You know, yeah. it just like makes your phone. Well, wasn't there the one camera that doesn't that let won't it'll block you from taking a, fo a cliche photo? <laughs> no. Like it runs, yeah, it runs the algorithm, and like this is a cliche just, perspective, and like you shouldn't wow, take that photo. That's that's funny. Mm -hmm. you know. There's those cameras coming out that have like multiple lenses on uh -huh. them. Have you oh, seen yeah. those? I like, have, yeah. Um, that actually seems kind of interesting. It does. Oh yeah, um, it has the nine the nine different lenses. Yeah. yeah. I don't yeah. know. I don't really know what that does. Mm. Exactly. Well, that's that's because to, no, to do the depth it. of field. <laughs> yeah, like you can change. Yeah, so but just, that's it like gathers lytro, all that's lytro, lytro, but, but this is similar. This is a little different. Yeah. It's yeah. Different. Okay. Um, yeah, we'll see. Well, we really we really need somebody who works at a camera store to come onto the show and talk about. <laughs> I mean, I think we need another two hours. Give, or up, something. give up the books because like there's no money in that. <laughs> <laughs> but I think those guys who sell cameras. <laughs> Dude. There's some good links on that. Yeah. Eventually, we're just selling iPhones. Well, I, I, you <laughs> know, we did receive a couple comments where people liked us when we geared out a little bit and talked about really? the, the flashes. Yeah, for I sure. I wonder how many people hate it. Well, luckily, yeah, well it's I the know. End. I don't, you know, whatever. I've never met, a, I've never met like a serious photographer who won't geek out on geek. Every single uh, JFP, all those people, Kate Opperman, they all, L, all want to. To varying degrees. And certainly Josh Kessner. 
whatever. I, think, <laughs> I mean, you, yeah, I mean, you got, there's this technical component to this, yeah. what, what we do and, it, you know, to not talk about it. There's something about it, you know, it, it used to happen a lot with the whole, the whole, like, what kind of camera do you use thing? <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that's, I don't hear it much yeah. anymore. Like Canon or know, Nikon. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's, it's interesting. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's what we. But you're definitely always, yeah. I mean, with the drone and like the, you're looking out for the new. I think new it's stuff. all about reducing the distance between you and what you're trying to do, and understanding the tools that are available is part of that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> when when people make films, like you know, you know, they don't often ask the director like what kind of camera did you oh, use? Yeah. you know because yeah. it's not really about mm-hmm. that that you know but if you do talk to like a dp they're all geeked out on that mm-hmm. stuff and like they find the right tool to up you know mm-hmm. to make the vision a reality mm-hmm. with photography because we are essentially like the you know we're the writer's director we do the whole thing it mm-hmm. becomes like this sort of secret like mm-hmm thing that like if you give it away like proprietary information yeah, there's uh you know you don't you don't want to yeah it, it sort of spoils, out of the spoils it and and i think I, I mean it goes back a little bit to what we were talking about earlier but like you just don't you know like you don't want to uh I've, give away the mystery right? yeah you don't want to yeah um so i don't know that's it. We'll, we'll we'll look forward to next time we talk to you. Like the next the, the toys you have. Well, what what yeah. what do you got going on? It's we're coming up on summer here. Your anything 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 on the horizon for you? There's only one thing coming up uh-huh. uh, that people should know about. Uh, well, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, I'm excited. The, the, the main short-term thing, it's a little editorial thing, and I do hope it comes out. Mm-hmm. But next week I'm going to Newfoundland mm-hmm. for the New York Times Magazine, mm-hmm. their Voyages column, where I, you know, they send photographers to wherever they want to go mm-hmm. to, to shoot something, whatever they wanted to do. And I told them I wanted to go to the foggiest place on earth. And really just a mm-hmm. real basic Google search told me that it was in Newfoundland. Mm-hmm. So that's where I'm going, and I'm going nice. to spend a week just chasing fog. Um, so right. fingers crossed for that, and hopefully that'll come out and that'll look cool. And nice. um, but that's a short, short-term thing. Huh. That maybe by the time this comes out, it'll be out. Yeah, probably, probably. Cool. So, yeah. well, as always, Noah, thanks, yes. and thank you for thanks inviting for us up us. to the studio. Of course, I mean, yeah. we would. Uh, if we live closer, we would record every episode here. I don't know. Yeah, but well, it's a great, it's a great you know. studio. It's a great, uh, great piece of land and tranquil, very tranquil. Thanks. Yeah, yeah come back soon. Yeah, we'll do. Um, you know, we got some exploring to do now. Amazing. All right. All right. Thanks, man. Thanks again for joining us. You can go behind the scenes of this episode, see the work of our guests and the photos we discussed by visiting our Tumblr and LPVshow.com. If you'd like to support the production of the show, this year we are offering a subscription for $20. As a subscriber, you will get exclusive access to our weekly email newsletter, which will contain a bonus conversation about some of the interesting stories we find on the web. Also, at the end of the year, we'll be raffling off three awesome photo books exclusively to our subscribers. We appreciate your support and hope you continue to enjoy the show. 
If you have any questions, please feel free to send them to info at lpvshow.com or connect with us on Twitter at lpvshow. The LPV Show is executive produced by Brian Farmalls and Tom Starkweather. Our score is by Tom Starkweather, who also mixes the show. Special thanks to Eddie Volante and Brett A. Davis. Thanks for listening.